we had a senior cornerback pick up a cleat with two minutes to go after stopping them on third down, and he threw a cleat 20 yards. I don't, I don't understand. Nobody can make me understand why he did that. Nobody can make me logically understand how a true freshman quarterback, a depleted LSU team, they were three and five. They came into Gainesville, and they beat us on senior night with one of the best offenses in Florida history. We had one of the best offenses in Florida history. We have probably the greatest Gator quarterback, passing quarterback our team has ever seen. We have offensive weapons everywhere. And 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 that that man picked up a shoe and threw it. He picked up a shoe and threw it. For what? That didn't that didn't do that. I don't know where I'm I don't know where to go from here. And I know people gonna be like, but they're just kids. It's just a game. This ain't. This is all I got. This is all I get. This is all I got. This is the only thing that that's been good to me. This is this is all like. Where do I go from? I have nothing else. But Josh, your kids love. It. It's okay. I know that, but I have nothing else. This is it. I'm I'm empty. I don't want to eat nothing. I don't want to feel. I would cry, but I can't cry. I don't know how to feel tomorrow. I'm not going to look at no sports show. I ain't going to look at no ESPN. I ain't going to look at no article. I ain't going to read nothing. It's just, I may not never change again in my life. I'm gonna, y'all, Next time y'all see me, I'm going to be in the same shit. What I got on right now, I'm going to have it on next week. We lost to an LSU team that we were supposed to beat by 23 points. We lost by three. Because he threw a shoe. He threw a shoe. All the things you could throw, he he threw a shoe. And then he flexed after it. If you go back and look at the tape, he threw the shoe, then he flexed. I don't, hold on, God, what did I do? What did we, as the University of Florida, what did we do? Did we sell our soul for Tebow? Was he was he it? Was, was he the last thing that we were supposed to have? I want to, I just... His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack! New Sports Desk. You're listening to The Sports Show. Hey, bro, you're listening to The Sports Desk. Hey, this reduce lunch sports, man. Come on, now. That's the greatest... Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk. I'm your man. One more time, Deja L. Hicks Jr. Here to give it to you raw and uncut. Now, I'll be joined by Black real, real, real shortly, man. We're going to be giving him a call. And the reason being, I have to take the blame for this. We recorded a full show we had our college. We had our college football correspondent Cedric Farr, aka Tyrone Coppo, aka Gators Mine, in the building. Everything was beautiful. We had a great show, and then my computer gave out, and the episode was lost. I know, I know, I know. But that's why we're here doing this today. Going to give a different spin to the sports desk. We're going to go live. Today is Tuesday. It's about 9.35 right now. We're going to talk about everything current. We're going to go to the Monday Night Football Classic last night between the Ravens and the Browns. We're going to tie Giannis Antetokounmpo signing that extension. And should he have signed it this early? What was he thinking? We're going to talk about it. We're going to get into the college football rankings that came out today as well. And the Florida Gators are ranked 7th. After that debacle in Gainesville against a 3-5 and five LSU team, the quarterback, Brad Johnson Jr., players throwing shoes, crazy. The Gators are ranked number seven. So we're going to talk some college football as well. And then we're going to wrap it up, man. We're not going to be here long with you. Um, I stated in the last episode that um, you know, we got a couple episodes left. We're going to do a special edition NBA special, and we're going to give you uh, another episode. And then the sports guys are going to take a break, go and enjoy the holidays, kick it with our families, relax, take some time off, and then we'll be back at the top of the year. So that clip that you heard earlier was a distraught, <laughs> a sad, pitiful Florida Gator fan. And uh, that was our sound of the week, man, before I lost the show. So I thought it was very, very important that we play that, man. But we're not going to waste any time, man. We're going to go ahead and give Black a call. And uh, we're going to go ahead and jump right into the show. So hopefully everybody's out there doing well. 
and uh, doing good. Let's get Black in here. Hello? Black. Right, what's up, Mike? What's up, my boy? Hey, turn. We can't. We. I can barely hear you, man. Make sure you're up. All right, hold on. Yeah, we waiting, Black. Waiting for Black to get situated. But well, we're gonna dump, you can jump. You hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you, bro. So we're gonna jump right into it, man. Okay. I, I kind of explained to our listeners, man, a little mishap that happened with, uh, you know, the first show we're recording. We're here to give it to them in a different type of style, some rapid fire, some updated topics that all took place today, man. So I kind of gave them the scapegoat, man, where they're not getting a regular sports show uh, edition. But we love our supporters. We love our listeners, man. That's why we're here doing this uh, right now, my boy. Okay, okay. So talk to him, man. Holla at him, man. Holla at your people, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, this your man, Black. You know, back at the sports desk, like you said, man, we sorry for the technical difficulties we had and maybe to put our show out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we finna give y'all something real quick. Some some fire, not like our last show. We hate that we, ain't, we don't have it to put out there, but we're going to give y'all something nice, man, and uh, just to put out so our listeners uh, won't miss, won't, won't. Have to not hear from us, though. Yes, sir. Uh, let's do it, dude. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, my boy, let's get right into it, man. We had the college football rankings drop tonight, man. And uh, what a surprise. What a surprise. I'm going to call out these rankings, man, and we're going to get right into it. Of course, we got number one, Alabama Crimson Tide. At number two, we have the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. At number three, the Clemson Tigers. At number four, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Number five, Holding Strong, Texas A&M. At number six, we got Iowa State, and the surprise of the day, the Florida Gators went from six to seven in the college football rankings after the egregious debacle in Gainesville, losing to the three and five, led, three and five LSU Tigers led by Brad Johnson Jr., my boy, and I know his name is Max, but that's Brad Johnson's son. So, Black, talk to me, bro. Gators won spot down how you feel about that you know it's just horrible man yeah i'm not i'm was i shocked no i wasn't shocked because then the college football playoff you know since since it began uh in the bcs era always loved florida right always right so they always want to give Florida that love that they, I guess, they quote unquote think they deserve. Mm. You know, if it was another team losing to a three and five team, they would have been dropped all the way out of the top ten. Mm. But uh, it is what it is, man. They, they number seven. Um, that put them. That still put them in line for a New Year's Six bowl. Right. Um, I really don't. I really don't expect them. I don't expect them to win Saturday. So, um, I guess. I guess now at this point, it's just showing, it's just basically who they're going to be playing in New Year's Six Bowl. Win or lose, they're not getting no playoff. So you don't think, so you don't think if they beat Alabama on Saturday, let's say they beat them impressive. Let's say it's an impressive win in the SEC Championship game. Let's say the score is 41 21 Florida. You don't think that's enough to pull Florida into the college football playoff? I don't think so. Really? A convincing win? This would be the first. So, in the era of this college football playoff, there's never been two lost teams in the playoff. So, why would they start now and do it? Well, you know, this is not a regular year. It's not a regular year. It's not. It's not. You got a five and zero. You got a five and zero Ohio State Buckeye team sitting at number four. So, what's the difference there? They lost. They lost to a three and five LSU team. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, like bro, that's. That's major. That's like, that's like if they played Florida State and how sorry we are this year and we beat them. Right. Why? Why? Like why? Why should they be there? Okay. Look at the team. Look at the teams that are in front of them. Right. I know Ohio State haven't played many games, but they've been dominant in every single one of their games they played. Okay. Alabama has been dominant in every single game they played. Clemson. With Trevor Lawrence, outside of the game that they lost when he didn't play, has been dominant. Okay. No, the game basically has been has been don, dominant in every, against everybody they played. Very true. And then you got Texas and them. You know they had a, they lost to Bama, which is the number one team. And the other closing game they had was for was was Florida, and they beat them by a field goal. But 
every other team they played, they was dominant over. Okay. So I'm really and, and Florida struggled all Florida has struggled all year. You know, it, it's games that they pulled away, but they struggled in those games. But I I don't I really don't know about Florida. I'm gonna look and see. We are gonna see what happens what happens Saturday, bro. Okay. With them. Because I'm 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 kind of like getting to the point where I'm over Florida because I'm just so disgusted mm. at that. I'm just disgusted at Dan Mullen right now. Like, yeah, I went back to work at the and 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 some of the Florida fans at work they were even disgusted at Dan Mullen. Absolutely. But why would you make a bonehead decision like that? Absolutely. It's your best player. We wouldn't even be in this position. Then y'all got then y'all got blessed to only drop the number seven. So. Yeah. I feel you did still some potential if they go in and just manhandle Alabama. That that still may be some uh attention there. I know the board will look at that, but right. how do you put them over how do you put them over a Texas A and M team who beat them? Yeah, I agree, man. I don't I, 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 really, I, don't, I, I really don't understand. Yeah understand that. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think Florida, them being ranked number seven is is absolutely egregious. It's asinine, it's disgusting, it's, and it's despicable. I mean, you lost to a three and five LSU Tigers team with Brad Johnson Jr. at the helm in Gainesville, <laughs> senior night. Kyle Trash last game. You sit Kyle Pitts. The Florida Gators program should be totally embarrassed. They should be totally embarrassed. And for them to be rewarded for the loss, because that's what happened. They got rewarded. They got rewarded mm-hmm. for the loss, only going down one spot. And I don't understand it because I'm looking at this bracket and I'm saying, okay, well. You got a University of Oklahoma. They won six straight. You got Cincinnati, who's undefeated. You got Georgia, who's won five straight. I know you can't put Georgia over Florida. They virtually have the same record with two losses. But why not consider Oklahoma and Cincinnati to jump Florida and be right behind Iowa State? Why not them? You know, Indiana has one loss. They're fighting Chateclairs are undefeated. USC is undefeated. So why, why, why are they not getting consideration? And for some reason, Florida... Is sitting here at the number seven spot, and I'm gonna tell you right now, Black. If somehow, some way, they blow out Alabama and get a and get a, 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 a absolute beautiful win in this SEC championship game, the committee gonna put him in, Black. They gonna put him in. They gonna put him in because, like you said earlier, for some reason, the committee has a crush on the Florida Gators. They got a crush on them. And if Dan Mullen Atlanta, and the Gators would, roll into Atlanta and get a win Saturday over the Crimson Tide convincingly, I'm not talking about 38-35. I'm not talking about 17-14. to 14, I'm talking about 41-17. to 17. They're going to put him in, Black. They're going to put him in. They're going to put him in. And if they do that, and I, be prepared to riot. Yeah, and I will never understand it, man. But I know Florida... I guess Florida fans feel a lot better today because they're only dropping out. Oh yeah, so they feel like they still have a chance. But oh yeah, um, we're gonna see, we're gonna see what happens Saturday. We're we definitely see what will. Saturday. We're gonna see. You know, I, I I'm pretty sure seeing those rankings by those players gave them a little boost of life. It did. You know, seeing that they only finished number seven. So they it made. Did. So you know, remember you, you remember how you said yesterday you want to see how these kids respond. Yeah, you want to see how the young kids respond. You know. Yeah. Seeing something like that may make them respond, but they're playing Alabama, so we're right. gonna see. Yeah, we'll we're see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. So yeah, man. So since we're right here at the college football rankings, man, we know it's a big weekend. It's the pretty much the last weekend of college football. Black. We got some pretty big championship games. We're going to talk about the, I guess, the three biggest ones uh, that are out there with a lot of ramifications. Let's go ahead and give our predictions, man, for the SEC championship game. Of course, we got the Florida Gators at number seven against the number one rank, uh, Alabama Crimson Tide. Black, what's going to happen in Atlanta? Give me a winner, man. Give me a score and give me a winner. Um, I, I believe I believe we're going to see in the first half. I I, I believe we're going to see a little bit of back and forth between the two. Mm-hmm. But um, I expect Alabama to flex their muscle, Nick Saban, make the, make adjustments at half. Right and I like I said yesterday I got I got Bama winning this game by by twenty by like fourteen points fourteen twenty one points something mm-hmm. like that. I got you. Um, yeah. I mean, 
I think with Florida being ranked number seven, it gave their program a boost. It gave Dan Mullen a boost. It gave those players a boost. And you're going to see a lot of energy from Florida going into this game. I so say you, you still got Kyle Trask and you still got Pitts, man. You got the old Tony. You got all these key athletic, very, very good players on the field. And they're going to make a lot of noise. They're not going to go out, you know, weak. They're going to fight. But I don't think it'll be enough. I think the Florida secondary is in for a long day. I think the Florida secondary will be embarrassed. And I think the defense overall will be put on its back eventually. Um, I have this game being close at halftime. But I got Alabama running away with it in the second half, making a statement over the Florida Gators and really putting the Gators out of their misery and sending them to the Outback Bowl to face Indiana, my boy. Yeah, so is it is it, is it in the truth that uh, I hadn't seen anything else? Uh about Waddle potentially coming back for Alabama. I, nope. didn't, I don't know if that's something, well, something real. Or. Well, I was looking for it after uh after Koppel had texted us uh in the chat, but it just looked like he was he's rehabbing and he's just being with the team. But there's no chance Waddle, um, from what I read, there's no chance that he's going to be expected to dress and play in this game. Now I don't know if Alabama's putting that out there themselves. I don't know if you know they're trying to fluff it up. I don't know, but. You know, I didn't see anything that would indicate that water would be available for them on Saturday. Got you. Okay, okay. Got you. All right, Black. Let's move to the ACC championship game. Four o'clock ABC. You got the number two ranked Notre Dame fighting Irish, the undefeated Irish, taking on the number three nine and one Clemson Tigers. We know these two teams met earlier in the year. Notre Dame getting a close win in overtime. Very exciting game. But there was one difference. Sunshine wasn't there. And he's there this time. Trevor Lawrence is back. Black, what do you expect? ACC Championship, Irish Tigers, what you got? Uh, I'm excited about this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sunshine being back in this game is going to prove what we've been saying about him long, all along in his career. Right. And I feel like Clemson is going to dominate this game. Uh, I understand okay. what I mean, Mr. Copper said. Uh, about uh, yeah, I guess uh, the, the the quarterback don't don't play defense. Mm-hmm. So, like you stated yesterday, Clemson has got major pieces back on the defense side of the ball, leadership on the defense side of the yes, ball they that did. they didn't have that Saturday night in uh, in Notre Dame. Absolutely, and they will have it back this weekend in Charlotte, North Carolina. So I'm picking the Clemson Tigers to win this game by 21 points. Mm. Not even close. Wow, not even close. Well, I mean, if that happens, Black, I'd be cool about it. I mean, we all know that uh, our college football <laughs> correspondent uh, is wishing ill will on the Tigers. Um, and we don't understand why, you know, due to the Florida Gators <laughs> being embarrassed by the three and five, now four and five LSU Tigers. But back to the ACC championship game. I think this game is going to be close. I think it's going to be hard fault. The one thing about Notre Dame that a lot of people are not speaking on, they have a really good defense. I know it didn't show the first time they played because they allowed 40 something points. But after that Clemson game, they really been locking down. They did a number on the fighting Mac Browns, not explosive offense with North Carolina uh, just a couple weeks ago. And they are healthy. And this is a different type of Notre Dame team. Ian Book, you know, I'm not his biggest fan, but he's been playing well. I mean, he had a, he got a victory over number one team in the country uh, and Dabo Sweeney under his belt. But we all know the difference. Trevor Lawrence is on the rise. He's coming. He's there. He's waiting on the Irish. He's been hearing all the talk. He's been hearing all the chatter. And he knows this is a showcase game for him to, to, to show the world and show everybody again why he is the most dominant, pure, best college football player in the world. That's right. He is the best college football player in the world, and he will show that. I got this game being close, but I think Clemson pulls out in the fourth quarter and wins this by 10 points. I got Clemson, I got Clemson 31-21 uh, advancing to the college football playoff. Now, Black, mm-hmm. Black, if Notre Dame loses this yeah. game, do you keep them in? Do you keep Notre Dame in if they lose to Clemson? Oh, man, that's going to be tough. Like, we got to put all the scenarios in play, just like we were talking about with Florida. Like, if Clemson does, if Clemson does beat, if Clemson does beat uh, Notre Dame, does Notre Dame stay in? But if Florida beats Alabama, do you keep do you keep both of them in? You can't. Do you put Florida in and Alabama. So who so who will potentially be left out? Because then you'll have Alabama with one loss, Clemson with one loss. 
Notre Dame. Dame with one loss, mm-hmm. and then the potential undefeated Ohio State. Right. So that's that's why I'm going back to Florida. Like, how do you put Florida in that mix with those teams? Yeah, with two I, losses I feel you. just because they just because they lost. Would you would you kick out a one loss Alabama team? No, I feel you. I, feel, because, I wouldn't because they lost the SEC championship. I, I wouldn't kick or them would out. You kick out a one loss Notre Dame team who's I, basically been uh, did everything they needed to do in the regular season and, and came up short in the in the conference championship game. Yeah, I don't. I don't so put Notre Dame out either. Yeah, so it's it, 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 it's kind of it's kind of tricky to see what's going to happen. I believe I believe that game is like drawn out down to the wire. I mean, like let's say. Let's say Notre Dame loses by our last second field goal. Right, Clemson. I think they stay in. I yeah, that. yeah. I, I, I think even with a loss, I think the committee will be drooling out of the mouth to get a third round matchup, a third matchup between Notre Dame and Clemson. If this game is close and it's a field goal or a touchdown game, the committee is not going to remove Notre Dame. Notre Dame will stay put. And you got the potential third matchup with these two teams. If Florida beats Alabama, does Alabama deserve to be removed? I don't think so. They're 10-0, and 0 and they've been dominant all season long. But you know what, Black? I'm rooting for chaos. I'm rooting for it. I want the chaos. Okay. I, I want the committee to be up all night long, scratching their heads, having migraine headaches to try to put this playoff together. So I'm rooting for for chaos, my boy. So you you would be so would you be fine with the uh, with the the notion not the notion with the idea of Florida beating Alabama, mm-hmm. Clemson Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and and Ohio State staying undefeated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be so. You, you will be fine with that and yeah. see who gets in. Yeah, I, 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 and I don't have a preference. I don't have a preference who gets in except except Clemson. That's it. That's, that's the only preference I have. I want to see Clemson in, but all these other teams, I mean, let's see what happens to them. If we get chaos. If, if, Clemson, if, if Clemson loses, they're out. If Clemson loses, oh, they are yeah. out. Yes. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. And that's, what, and that's what's so crazy to me, though. Like, Florida just lost to three and five. I'm sorry, I know we keep going back to Florida. They just lost to three and five LSU. But we wanna knock we wanna knock yeah. Clemson out for losing to the same team that's in the playoff twice. Yes. I I I I don't understand. But like you say, it's gonna be a head scratcher. I kinda agree with you with the I would love to see the uh shaking in the boots of the of the committee. Yes. When they have to go <laughs> when they have to go into that I guess that quote unquote uh lockdown room they yeah. in and decide in front of those laptops what they're gonna do and talk about it. But we're gonna see. I think this I think this is by far gonna be the most interesting year for the community in the playoffs though. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm interested to see what happens, man, and I and I really can't wait. So before we get out of championship Saturday, man, do the Buckeyes take care of business? Do they roll over Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship and, and keep their spot being six and zero. We all know the Big Ten changed their rule. They said you had to play at least six games to qualify. Ohio State didn't do that. The Big Ten brass said, hey, there's no way we're having a championship game without our best team because our best team is one of the best teams in the country. So do does Ohio State knock off Northwestern in devastating fashion and remain in the playoff black? Uh, I do believe they, they roll in this game and get into the playoff. I um, My thing is, you're going to have a real rested, uh, very energetic Ohio State team that hasn't played much football. So right. um, I know they're going to come out guns blazing um, this Saturday. And the game being at 12 o'clock, we don't really get to see, we get to see the full game because that's basically going to be the, one of the best games on at 12 o'clock. So we'll right. be able to sit down and watch the entire game and see how Ohio State looks. But the five games that they did play, they were dominant. Correct. And, and, if, and if they get in this playoff, I expect it to be the same depending on what matchup they get. Absolutely. You know, I, would love, I, I, I would love to see a, the type of team that Notre Dame is if they were to stay in. I would love to see a Notre Dame-Ohio State matchup. I think that would be a really good matchup. Right. I would love to see that. And um, will we get it? I don't know. But 
I definitely like uh, Ohio State to roll. Uh, on Saturday at 12 o'clock. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. I think it's going to be an utter annihilation of the Northwestern Wildcats, who's had a pretty good season. I mean, just the mere fact that they're in the Big Ten championship game is phenomenal, but they don't stand a chance. The firepower, the talent, the speed, the size of the Buckeyes is going to prove to be way too much. I also believe when they win this game, they will remain in the playoffs. It's just a matter of would they be number three or would they be number four. I don't see them jumping up to the number two or the number one spot uh, in the next rankings that come out. So got the Buckeyes rolling big and they are also being the playoff. Now, Black, I wouldn't mind seeing Texas A&M sneaking in there and seeing what Jimbo can do up in the playoff. But I just think he's I just think the odds are against the Aggies. It's just a lot that's a lot that's going to have to take place for A&M or Iowa State to even get inside of this playoff. So I just think these four teams, even with some losing in these games, could still remain in the playoff. That's the crazy thing. The playoff could remain yeah. the same after this Saturday, man. And that and, and, and that was that's that's what's crazy about it. Like you said about the Aggies, like um. The Aggies did everything they needed to do but beat Bama this year. Right. But beat Bama and that potentially could keep them out of the playoffs and, and you know, and not being in the conference championship game. That yeah. was one of the knocks on me with Jimbo. I was like, man, he went to A and M. Like we will he able be able to get over the hump of Nick Saban over there in the West. Right. You know. I, you know, so it's it's tough and these are the type of situations I was like, Well, man, I don't know if Jimbo will be able to ever do it because he basically would always be the the odd man out on the big statements at Alabama. That's what it looked like. You know, <laughs> but that's what it looked like. So, um, and them just going to stay right there the whole time. But right, we'll see, man. I would love to see A and M in there. I think I think Jimbo got the Aggies rolling, but like you say, I think they're just going to come up a little short for not being able to play that extra that extra game or playing that tighter game. Right, they're playing a three and six Tennessee team this weekend. Like, yeah. That's not going to do anything, you know. Tennessee been rolled by a lot of teams this year, so right. That's not going to help. Their, that's not going to help their case of getting in that playoff. No, nah, it's not. I mean, we got a great, a great uh, weekend of college football ahead. I know you're looking forward to it, just like me. A lot's going to take place. We'll be locked into the TV on Sunday when they announce uh, the playoff and the bowl game. So just a lot of things happening. In college football, and of course, your favorite sportsologist will be here to break it down all next week. As soon as we get all the rankings, all the bowl games, the semifinals, everything will be here uh, to break that down. All right, Black, we're going to transition to the National Basketball Association. So we have some unexpected, unexpected news that came out today. Now, it was a literal shock, shocker to me. I'm going to read this tweet here, and then we're going to get into it. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he signed the Supermax extension before the season started uh, to stay with the Milwaukee Bucks for the next five years. So here's what Giannis took to Twitter and said. He said, this is my home. This is my city. I'm blessed to be able to be a part of the Milwaukee Bucks for the next five years. Let's make these years count. Uh, The show goes on and let's get it. That was Giannis Antetokounmpo taken to Twitter earlier today after signing the Supermax extension to stay with the Bucks. Giannis will be making uh, in the neighborhood over the next five years of $250 million. $250 plus million. The richest contract in NBA history. The richest contract. No one's close to him. The next person is Russell Westbrook. With two hundred and one million dollars, he is the closest one to Giannis Antetokounmpo. So, Black, were you surprised that Giannis signed this before the season and didn't wait to weigh his options after this season? Very much so, D. Very right. much so. I, I think we look at Giannis. We know that his struggles of uh, not being able to take that hump to get to uh, NBA Finals. And they've been so dominant in the regular season. With the, he's been so dominant in the regular season with the Bucks, two back to back, me back to back MVPs. Yeah, like I thought, I really thought that he would go into this year and um, go on the market. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I believe, I believe that 
Giannis is building a brand, and I didn't know if Milwaukee was the place to push that brand, but obviously he's loyal. Right. He's loyal. He, he was drafted by that team, so he wants to stay there for another five years. So I'm 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 really shocked. I thought he would have, you know, would go look between the pastures if things remained the same in Milwaukee this year. Right. And we will be able to see that as the season gets ready to kick off soon, how Milwaukee will look, you know, moving forward. But he's locked in for five years now, so Yes he is. I I I hope the narrative changes on Giannis. Uh, he can't make it to an NBA Finals. I I hope I really hope the kid can get there. I hope the, I hope he can get there and and get over the hump. But mm-hmm. um, I'm just not sure in Milwaukee about the pieces they're going to put around him. I'm I'm pretty sure. And I seen a, a, a something on Beach Report. They said they had a critical meeting with Giannis' agent right. and Giannis to close this deal. And I'm pretty sure Giannis was like. Y'all need to make sure pieces around me that I could get to the next level. <laughs> yeah. So he wouldn't have signed that if, if, if that wasn't if that wasn't part of the deal. So mm-hmm. uh, I expect I expect them to put more pieces around Giannis to kind of get Giannis where he needs to be and get him over the top in the Eastern Conference. Well, that's going to be extremely hard for the Milwaukee Bucks to do to put pieces around Giannis <laughs> because there's two factors that neither the Milwaukee Bucks or Giannis Antetokounmpo control, free agents don't want to play in Milwaukee. They never have, Ooh. and they never will. It doesn't matter who's there. Now, Black Boy, have we seen this story before? I don't know. There's a guy that's from Akron, Ohio, who played for the Cleveland Cavaliers for many, many seasons. And his first Ooh. stint was eight years, and nobody wanted to go to Cleveland. It wasn't the fact that no one didn't want to go play with LeBron. It's just the mere fact that he was in Cleveland. No one wants to go there. And that's why LeBron struggled for eight years to try to win a championship because he kept getting recycled pieces. He got an old Shaq, Antoine Jameson. By God, he was playing with Booby Gibson and and, and, and a cast (laughs) of clowns. He played with a cast of clowns, man. And they expected Anderson Varejala, Junius Zergovskis. I mean, come on, bro. And this is what Giannis is getting ready to encounter because the Milwaukee Bucks can't control bringing prime talent to line up with Giannis in Milwaukee. Now, I was stunned at this. I looked at my phone and I said, oh, that's a typo. Somebody's mm. somebody's playing around at Bleacher Report and ESPN. This is incorrect. Because I surely thought Giannis Antetokounmpo was way smarter than this. I mean, it can't be for the money because he doesn't need it. He don't need the money. Either way it go, he was going to sign an extension and become a millionaire again and again, hand over fist. That was going to happen regardless. Nike's paying him well. I see him on JBL music commercials every other day. He's all over the place. So they couldn't have been the money. So then I said, well, Giannis and the Bucks must, so, must know something that none of us, none of us uh, out here know. And then I got to thinking, what could that be? And I came to the conclusion that it's absolutely nothing. <laughs> for Giannis's agent and for Giannis to sign this deal was stupid. It was dumb. Mm. You mean to tell me you are the MVP back-to-back in this league, a a prime top five talent in this league, and you don't take a meeting with Pat Riley and the Miami Heat to hear what they have to say? Just to hear what they have to say. You mean to tell me that you don't take a meeting with Steve Kerr and the Golden State Warriors to hear what they have to say? We're talking about organizations who have championships. <laughs> We're talking about organizations who win. And I know Giannis probably wants to do it his way, but Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Bledsoe are going to get you sitting home in the second round again. Mm. You're not beating not the Brooklyn Bledsoe. Nets. You're not Drew beating Bledsoe's the Boston Celtics. Dead, You're not beating the Boston <laughs> Celtics. So who are you going to even beat the Miami Heat? Do you think this Bucks team can beat the Miami Heat? I don't. 
No, I don't. I don't. I so don't that, at all. So that's three teams right there. And then you're going to go seven games with the Toronto Raptors. Because don't forget about them. They're still out there. So I'm confused at the notion that you want to stay in Milwaukee because you want to be loyal. Because, because Charles Barkley and everybody else said, oh, you'll be a fraud. You can't reach your potential if you go to another city. It's idiotic. Well, you got guys like LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, James. These players are in position to write their own story. No one has to write it for them. And Giannis Antetokounmpo, right along with Paul George, are the two stars in the NBA who have the most to prove this season. And you know what, Black? They won't prove much. I don't believe so either. They won't. So I believe in three years, after Chris Middleton becomes a free agent, who could potentially leave and end up somewhere else, that can happen. Drew Holiday has one year left with his deal. I don't believe he signs, re-signs with the Milwaukee Bucks. For what? For what? Drew Ooh. Holiday is getting long in the tooth. He wants a chance to compete for a championship. And if, if, if somehow, some way, the Bucks get to the NBA Finals this year, then they can keep Drew Holiday. He might stay. But for the life of me, Black, and all of our listeners who are listening right now, this was the dumbest thing I had ever seen in sports. Giannis Antetokounmpo signed a five-year, $230 million extension, extension to remain a loser. Wow. So you can quote me on this. We're 36 minutes into the show. And today's date is December... What is it? December the 15th. Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks will not hoist the Larry O'Brien trophy this year, the next year after that, or the year after that, or the year after that. By the time Giannis is 31 years old, he'll be a free agent again. And then maybe this time, Black, he will come to his senses. All right, my boy, we got a little preseason basketball going on right now. I'm, I was watching the uh, 76ers and the, uh, and the Celtics, and now I'm watching a little uh, Warriors and Sacramento Kings, man. I mean, we, we just itching for the season, man. Um, I know you're excited just like me, man, that we are almost there, man. Opening night is next Tuesday, man. How you feeling about opening night in the league, man? Man, I am excited. When I just got that alert to my phone that King James, and AD will be making their day preseason debut tomorrow night. Glorious. At 10 o'clock. Glorious. At 10 o'clock against the Phoenix Suns. It's like the season is beginning for me. It's not even regular season. Glorious. You know, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what the fully loaded uh, Los Angeles Lakers look like. Hmm. But in general, I'm just I'm just excited about basketball coming back. Absolutely. Football has been atrocious for me this year. Football has been atrocious for me this year. <laughs> basketball brings basketball. And, and, and it's so weird that I'm saying it because I love football so much. Yeah. Basketball brings me joy. Yes. Brings me joy. So yes. I'm excited about basketball, especially when uh, especially when the king is sitting high on the throne. Absolutely, so sir. That always that is always, always a plus. So Absolutely. I'm excited about the season. New faces in new places. Uh, faces that faces that we know that are returning. I'm excited about uh, just seeing everything with the NBA kicking off on the 22nd. Yes, um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just uh, hyped up and ready to go, man. Um, on the 22nd, when we play the Clippers. Yes, I'm, I'm overly excited. I cannot wait. I mean, I'm locked into these preseason games. Um, I'm just glad that basketball is back. Similar to you, Black, my football season has been absolutely atrocious. The god-awful Florida State Seminoles, the egregious Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, I have no love in the football arena. I love the sport of football. We cover this sport every single week. I love it. But, Black, like you said, I have no joy in my life. I have no sunshine in my life. The only joy <laughs> and sunshine and happiness in my life is purple and gold in Los Angeles, and they play in the Staples Center. Mm-hmm. That's all I have, Black. So, as the season kicks off, my boy, I'm going to be locked in and rooting to my lungs pop, my boy, because they are all I have. <laughs> yes, sir. I'll you, my boy. <laughs> all right, my boy, we're going to transition over to the National Football League. And, Black, man, we had a classic, 
a classic take place last night in Cleveland, Monday Night Football, Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens, and an instant classic, man. Ravens getting the win, 47 to 42. A lot of drama in this game. Black, I'm just going to kick it to you, man. What are just your overall thoughts on what we witnessed last night and what came about? Just how do you feel about this game, man? Uh, first, I want to ask you, did you see what you needed to see from Lamar last night? I, yes, I did. I did. I, I did. I was very pleased with how Lamar Jackson played. I was pleased with his decision-making. And I was I was pleased with him returning to the field in the manner in which he did to get his team to win. And it was unbelievable to see what Lamar did last night. Yes. To answer your question. Okay. The game was amazing, man. I got home after we left. Mm-hmm. I thought I left your house, but I got home and ate some dinner. And I said, you know what? I think we're going to have a I was rooting for the Browns because the Browns usually not in these big situations like this yes. lot. Yes. And it was it, it, it felt good that the Browns was in the situation that mattered. You know? Right, right. That mattered. You hear all the history of them coming up short and, you know, not being able to get over the top. And I was like, they got Monday night against the reigning defending MVP, the yes. Baltimore Ravens. This is Baker's and that offense is time to shine. Yes. And man, uh, did it live up to the height? Yes, did it did. It live up to the height. I mean, blow for blow, yes. toe to toe. It was like a. It was literally like a heavyweight fight on yes. the football field. Yes. It's it's no, it's no part in that game that disappointed on Monday, no. like on last night. No. Like I mean, and, and it was crazy how the Twitter world and everybody was going crazy over this game. Like it seemed like the whole. The sports fan, sports universe was locked in on Monday night. Yes, and man, I seen, I seen, I seen, I seen Baker Mayfield grow up before my eyes, man. The, the stuff yes, he sir. was out there doing, it looked like he was at Oklahoma. Yes, again. it did. It yes, like it, he, it looked like he was at Oklahoma, and I was very impressed. Yes, I think it's time. Now, I know we they've been kind of hard on Baker during the season because the way the Browns been coming along, but I right. think it's time you get his name is just due. Absolutely, in a loss, but I think he still deserves it just because he did everything he needed he to do for them to win. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. But he doesn't play. But he doesn't play defense. He does not. He doesn't play defense. He does not. He does not. So, uh, shout out to the Browns, and also man, just shout out to. Baltimore man for getting a big win that they needed. They needed that win. They did. And 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 shout out to Lamar man for just you know just just I I'm going to say he took a step forward in that game because he did some things. I think he uh he did some things in that game that I think that he would in other games he probably would have froze up a little bit. I agree. He would have froze up and not, and, and not made those plays that he did last night. Yeah. And um, shout out to. Him and shout out to Baltimore for getting a big divisional win, a yes. big win in the division to get them, uh, potentially get them into the playoffs. So mm-hmm. shout out to them. Just shout out to the Browns. Shout out to Baltimore, man. On a wonderful, wonderful, best uh, Monday night football game by far. Yeah, this is one of the best football games, period, that I've seen in a long time. I mean, the last one that really catch me was the, uh, I guess, the Monday night football game with the Rams and the Chiefs about two years ago. And then you had the Super Bowl with the Eagles and the Patriots. Um, just I'm talking about good back and forth football. But at one point, I thought this game was going to get away from the Browns. I mean, it was 28 to 14 in the third quarter. And I was like, uh oh, the Browns are looking like the Browns again. Baker had just threw an interception. It just wasn't looking good. But like you said, Black, Baker came out on the field and he commanded it last night. And he got his team back in that game. He got his team to take the lead. 
I mean, to tie the game. And 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 he went 28 for 47, 343 in the air, two tubs and one interception. But I was most impressed with Baker, how he was moving up in the pocket, completing the throws, how he was just being smart with his delivery. I mean, he was taking command of the huddle. It was just exciting to see. And this was very unpopular when I said this a few weeks back. And I God knows I hope OBJ returns to form and he gets traded to a team who can use him. But I said, as soon as OBJ went down, the Cleveland Browns will ascend because Baker Mayfield won't have to worry about the added pressure to satisfy OBJ and abandon what they need to do in Cleveland. They are running with Chubb. They are running with Hunt. They have possession receivers out there catching everything. They have a solid defense who can create pressure. They'll give up a a deep pass here and there, but they got gutted by the run last night. Hell, both teams got gutted by the run last night. I mean, everything was on display in this game. When Lamar went down, he started cramping. That was the reports. I know a lot of people had a lot of fun saying, oh, Lamar had to go boo-boo. He had to go to the bathroom and and drop something off. Uh, Cause his stomach was killing him, but you know they they said ultimately he um he uh had cramps in his arms and in his legs, and he went to get an IV. Masorley comes in for the drive to potentially tie the game. Masorley goes down with a potential serious knee injury. You see Lamar running back out to the field, grab his helmet. Fourth and five, black. Fourth and five. Scramble, complete a strike to Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown scores and they take the lead. And it was just black. I was getting ready to go to bed. I said, oh, Trace Masoli in. Ain't no way. Ain't no way, you know, the Ravens are going to come back and get this win. And I'm glad I didn't go to bed. And I, I saw that live, man. I had chill bumps watching it unfold. And it was just amazing to see. Both of these quarterbacks are going to be around for a long, long time. And I'm glad this rivalry is in the uh, AFC North like it is. Just just tip of the cap to the Browns. I know they lost, but man, just very, very, very impressive, Black. But I want to ask you, man, do you think Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield are more comparable than the comparisons of Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes? I I really do believe that. Yeah. I really do believe that. I believe that um, Pat Mahomes is just on the level by himself, man. It's not really too many you can compare to him right now. Correct. But the comparisons to Baker and um, Lamar, I I would have to agree with you because uh, if you look at their their games, they've always battled each other. Yes. You know they've always battled each other anytime they played and. Um, it's great for football because you always want. We always like to see those matchups with a certain quarterbacks like uh, Brady and Peyton, yeah, and uh, Rogers and Breeze, whoever it yep. may be, whoever yep. whoever may football needs that. And I think last night, last night we got a, a, a glimpse of one that we're going to see for a long time with Lamar Baker. Yep, I agree. I agree. I think. I think Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson needs to be discussed more than Lamar and Pat Mahomes. Now, granted, I know Lamar has an MVP. He had an all-world season last year. But you watch the games. We see what we see on the field. It's not even close, like you said. Mahomes is over here battling the greatest of all time. Montana. Manning, Brady, Marino, Breeze. He's over there with those guys, man. And I'm not saying Lamar can't get there, but it's only fair to look at the game last night. That was a duel between two quarterbacks who came out in the same draft. Baker went number one overall, and Lamar went, what, 30th that year in the first round? So Mm -hmm. these two guys are going to be tied out the hip more, way more than Lamar should be tied to Pat Mahomes. I know it's the NFL's dream to, you know, have the the Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson because they're superstars, Black. They're superstars. You want to see that. But last time I checked, every time I see a commercial on my TV, who who do I see? I see Baker Mayfield. 
Mm-hmm. Every time, every time I turn on my TV, there he is, my boy. There he is. There he is. So I just think that these two young quarterbacks are going to grow and ascend, and they're going to be top ten, top five quarterbacks. You know, for years, many, many, many years to come, man. So ultimate great game, classic game last night. Uh, between the Browns and the Ravens. And, man, you know, I hope we get to see it again in the playoffs. It's potential that they could play each other in the playoffs. But Baltimore has some – some they got some work to do. And I believe they got the Jaguars this Sunday. So you can go ahead and pencil that in, my boy. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to tell you this, though. Whoever gets the Browns, man, they're going to have a tough out. I agree. They're going to have a tough out. I agree. the way now – it, it basically went to – uh, they basically uh, I can't remember the head coach name. Uh, Shabansky. Yeah, he changed the he he. Ever since OBJ got hurt, he changed the game. They went from a team to spread them out. We're gonna throw the ball. Right. We're gonna throw the ball, but that wasn't working. So he said we're going to pound and ground. What we saw out of Chubb and uh, man, I can't get Kareem Hunt. I forget his name. Kareem Hunt. Out of Kareem Hunt. That's beautiful, man. They might be the best duo in the league. They could be. They could be. At running back. And, I mean, both of those boys went off last night. Yes. That run game sets up everything for Bacon. I mean, for Baker. He excels and does things right when he has that running game going the way it goes. He's able to play action and make plays, like you say, step up in the pocket, deliver the ball. And the way that they play gritty, they play grimy. I just love the way they play. And that's why I say if you would get if if Cleveland is coming in your bike though, teams like teams like Tennessee who typically could have a home game, I would be worried if I'm getting the Cleveland Browns. I agree. I, I agree. Be, I would be a little worried. Teams like Buffalo, if I'm if I got a home game, I would be a little worried. I agree. If I'm getting the Cleveland Browns. You know, I so agree. it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, what seed uh that uh the Browns are able to get. If they make these playoffs, but I'm excited, man. Just excited about um, what's going on in Cleveland and the way that they are doing. Even in a loss, man, it, it was just great to see. Yeah, they they got a lot that they can take from this loss. They got a lot they can hang their hat on going forward. Um, so you know, we'll we'll see what happens, man. And you know, they got it's three weeks left in the season. And, um, man, that AFC playoff picture is a wild, man. So it's gonna be really yeah. interesting to see. Uh, what kind of matchups come about uh, once we get to the postseason, man? So, uh, just like you, man, I'm very, very excited to see what happens there. All it, right, it, black it man. Seems, so, it, uh, go ahead. It, What's up? It seems like it seems like Cleveland got a little more respect in in this loss than they got from blowing out Tennessee. They did. They did. <laughs> <It's>, it, <laughs> they did. It, it, it's so weird to me. That's a that's a division leader that they just dominated. You know. Yeah. And it's 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 wild to 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 see it come come happen like that. Yep. But man, yeah, like you say, the, the AFC is 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 really on fire. It's a toss up. You don't know what's going to happen. It's it's crazy over there in the AFC. Yeah, I agree, man. I I agree. Yeah, you're right. They gain a lot more uh respect in the loss than after they smashed Tennessee. That is quite funny, man. But that's just a testament to the type of ball game that we saw last night. Seriously. All right, black man. So that's pretty much going to be it, man. We're getting ready to shut it down here at the Sports Desk, man. Um, anything else, man, you want to get off your chest and, uh, you know, say before we get you out of here? Uh, yeah, man. Just want to thank all the listeners, man. Like I said, you said in the beginning, I know D said it as well. We're sorry for we couldn't have our regular show like we usually put out, but we just wanted to give y'all a little something, man. But thank you to all our listeners, everybody who tunes in and looks forward to, uh, Hearing us here at the Sports Desk, man, we appreciate all the love. Y'all can hit me up at BlackENL3 on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Black man. Uh, Hopefully, man, you have a great night, man, and we'll be doing this once again. I already let our listeners know at the beginning of the show. We got two shows dropping this week, man, and we taking some time off, man. So, Black, you be easy, bro. Of course, I'll be getting with you very, very soon, my boy. And, uh, you know, we'll do it again next time. I can't wait, my boy. Yes, sir. All right, my boy. You be cool. All right. Yo. 
all right, man. So that was black, man. You know, we had to, you know, we had to do something, man. We, I just didn't feel right not putting nothing out there, man. Um, we, we wanted to, you know, get it done. So I think you guys will enjoy. You know, we kind of rapid fire current topics. So when you guys hear this uh, Wednesday, it'll be current topics from Tuesday. So, you know, just to give you a little different feel, but we'll be back locked and loaded. And I promise my computer is straight <laughs> and we won't have any issues going forward. All right. But before we get out of here, man, we're going to talk about a couple things, man. And, um, you know, that's going to wrap it up for us. So, um, Let's see. Let's see. All right. So we got the um the um man, the fantasy football league. Fantasy football league from the sports desk is winding down. We got our playoff teams, man. We got our playoff teams locked in. So I'm gonna shout out uh the four teams who made the playoffs, man, in the reduced lunch action sports fantasy league. The number one ranked team is Chris's championship team. He will be he will be going up against Crown the King. That is Black. Black is in the playoff. All right, so that's the one four matchup. All right, we got the number two ranked Crystal's team. Shout out to Hendrix. She'll be taking on Mind If I Wild Out the three seed. So those are the four teams. The four teams who made it to the reduced lunch uh, fantasy league. And it was a lot of fun, but I can guarantee you we're going to be making a lot of changes going into next season, all right? It was very, very hard to get players off the waiver wire and make trades. So we're going to have few less teams, and, um, you know, we're going to spice it up a little bit next year. This is our second year doing it, having a lot of fun, but um, we're going to we're gonna lock it down to a more uh, 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 stronger uh, atmosphere, <laughs> Uh, next year So we appreciate everybody who participated 18 team league um, A lot of fun uh, This year uh, with the fantasy league Alright man before we get out of here Totally Just wanna You know show some love man To uh, Keontae Johnson man um, Florida basketball player Passed out on the court this past weekend Had to be rushed to the hospital uh, the young man uh, was dealing with COVID a couple weeks ago. They're trying to figure out what's going on with him. Scary scene in Gainesville. And, man, I'm just so glad to hear now that he's starting to come along, do, doing better. They had to uh, induce him, medically induce him, and put him in a coma uh, to get him some medicines and things like that. So he was in a coma for, I believe, a little over um, – 42, um, excuse me, uh, 24 hours. Um, and just scary, man. And, and I just want to shout out um, all the people who show love and support um, for this kid. Um, it was just pretty, pretty amazing, man, to see the outcry, um, the prayers, the, 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 the good energy. Um, just this kid needed it, man, until his parents uh, were able to. Uh, to get to him So um, we're glad that he's doing better uh, Reports today said he was FaceTiming with the team um, Shout out to the head coach man Mike White Mike White man This kid uh, didn't have any family And that coach stayed with him Stayed by his side Until his parents got there with him I just want to shout out Mike White If you send your kids to college to play for these big schools, you want to send him to a school with a man like that who stayed by his side and didn't didn't waver, didn't leave until his parents uh, arrived there, man. So I just want to shout out him. And we are, we're still praying and sending positive energy for Keontae Johnson, man, and we're hoping that he bounces back uh, better than ever, stronger. Uh, can't wait to see him back on the court. Uh, uh, soon, man. So, just want to show some love and send some more positive energy out there to Keontae Johnson. So, all right, man. That's going to wrap us up, man. Get ready to get out of here. Like I said, it was a different type of show uh, here at the sports desk. Um, you know, we talked some current events, like I've stated, but you know, we got two shows coming up this week. We got the NBA. A show bringing in the season, a lot of predictions. We're talking about who's going to the finals, conference finals, MVP, six man of the year, uh, breakout season, all that. We're talking NBA champion, who we think is going to win it. Very, very dope show. We really enjoyed doing those shows. I think this will be our third one, uh, our NBA preview show. So we're looking forward to doing that show and, uh, of course, releasing it out there so, so you guys can uh, uh, listen to it. Um, and then following that, we're going to give you the weekly uh, sports topics. You know, we're going to be talking college football playoff, more NFL, NBA, 
uh, UFC, WWE, all kinds of things, man, on this episode after that. And then uh, me and Black going to take a break. We're going to take a break, man. Enjoy the holidays. Kick it with our families. Relax. Um, enjoy the festivities, man. And we'll be back at the very top of 2021, man. So my name is Desert L. Hicks Jr. Um, you can hit me on Twitter, on Instagram. Let's chop it up. Let's talk sports. What you want to know? You need my opinion on something? You got beef with something I said? A black said? Hit me up, man. Let's talk. Uh, shout out to Reduce Lunch. Shout out to NPN Network, man. Um, you know, just a great team that we have, man. And uh, we really enjoy what we do here. And appreciate all the support, all the love, all the likes, the retweets, the reposts, the putting your putting us on your IG stories. Hit press and play on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Anywhere where you can get podcasts, man, we appreciate y'all rocking with us, man. So until next time, y'all be safe. Take care of yourselves. And um, yeah, can't wait to uh, link up with y'all in just a couple of days. All right, you guys, be easy. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? New sports desk. You're listening to the sports show.